Hello all, this is JC3 from Is This Real? Do you want to start your own podcast? Then look no further than Buzzsprout.com. We here at Green Hour Media use Buzzsprout, and we love the team at Buzzsprout. They are all about helping you succeed. Buzzsprout gets your show listed in every major podcast platform. Follow the link in our show notes to let Buzzsprout know that we sent you. It gets you a $20 paid Amazon gift card if you sign up with a paid plan and help support our show. Join us and over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout.com to get your message out to the world. Zakela Studios in Patterson, New Jersey. Green Hour Media proudly presents Is This Real? Tonight we're going to delve into the real-life story of the Perrin family, the inspiration behind the first Conjuring movie. Now, as usual, JC3. And welcome, welcome, welcome. Part two. No. Uh, welcome, everybody, uh, to another fantastic episode of Is This Real Podcast. This week, as you heard by Big Joe, my faja, this week we're talking about The Conjuring, and in the booth we have Big Joe. Big Joe, say hello to everybody. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our program. You sound Again. much better this time. But Joshua, Rody, Roadblock, what's up? What are you doing? Shank him! With a pen? With anything in my hand. Why? Because I was right. It's okay. It's no. okay. You could admit that I was right. Okay, first of all, it just sounded low. It was perfectly fine. No, it wasn't. Second all right, fall. let's go, guys. Hey, yo, yo, what's going on, everybody? Uh, and in this week's episode, again, for the third week in a row, we are missing Mr. West. We are missing that fourth piece. I feel incomplete without him. Yeah, it's kind of weird sitting over here. And, of course, he did, the prick takes off on the Halloween episode, so I got to sit in the dark on this side of the booth. <laughs> but that's okay. You know what? I wait till the whoopee cushions come in. I fuck him over. He's going to really Okay, we're that. not sitting in the dark because we're poor. We just want to fit in the mood. No, no, we are poor. Okay. yeah, We, we are, are, poor. are poor. Yeah. We're poor. Mugs. Yeah. Buy mugs. Buy mugs. Buy her mugs. Uh, <laughs> but this week's episode, we are talking about the conjuring, the story behind the conjuring, which is the parent family. Last year, we did talk about the Conjuring universe and all the movies within, but we never actually talked about the stories behind it. Now, I know, Joshua, last year's Conjuring universe episodes, it was a part one and two. We had two parts. That was your first episodes on uh, Is This Real? Yes. When we talked about the first ones, I was completely unprepared. But when uh, we decided to do a part two to that, I made sure to do my fucking homework. <laughs> I went out and bought all the movies, watched them all, just so I know what the hell was going on, so I can actually talk and do the homework. <laughs> well, that's always a good thing. I'm not doing that again. I know, because you know the joke. <laughs> okay. So, um, I, I know, like I like I was saying before, before we had to restart, um, I know I love these movies, and I love especially the first movie. I know, Dad, you love the first movie. What did you think of the first movie, Josh? First movie was good, actually. It really was. Um, actually, I think you mentioned it before. It did a really good job of bringing out the old school type of horror, at least for me. Yeah, like a haunted house movie. Yeah, like actual haunted house. The way James Wan did it with some of the drawn out dramatic sequences, 
you think you're about to get scared, especially if you're a longtime movie buff like I am. You think you, there's about to be a jump scare because you're so used to that, but then he's like delays it an extra 10 or 15 seconds, so mm-hmm. he does catch you off guard, yep. and you're like, holy shit, what the well, hell just and, happened? And also, I know he's he's very, um, uh, uh, very good at like easing the music in the background. So like, oh, okay, nothing's really going to happen, and then hit you in the face with that jump scare. Oh, yeah. Or... Like the the one, just the one of uh, uh, the the one chick on top of the uh, uh, of the dresser of the dresser. Oh, I yeah. think spooked. And not, not to mention, out. I mean, the, what, the, the part that I, I I know this is not about the movie, but you know, it, it, the, the one part that I really enjoyed about the movie, other than that one, that part was really good. But the part where um, the girl, the woman um, at that point, Carolyn, was out hanging the sheets on the thing, and the one sheet blew off. And it seemed to wrap oh. around a spirit right yeah. there. That well, no, that, then, that was a uh, uh, Vera Farmiga's character. That was a uh, um, oh, that was, uh, okay. Lorraine Warren. All right, and it, 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 yes, because she looked up and Carolyn was in the window. No, I she think. saw the the demon in the window. Demon in the window. Okay, and then that's when the demon jumped on Carolyn and threw up in that bitch's mouth. Okay, uh, you're right. You're yeah. right. So yeah. that to me, that was a, that was a really really good. And it's name. like it was like a, a a two hit. It was like oh, you saw the. The outline of a, of a spirit when the wind blew the thing off, and then the sheet went up into the wind and yeah, blew the fuck away. That was strange. And then you didn't see anything before the sheet hit the window, and then after you saw the sheet hit the window, it was the same demon that was on top yeah, of it. Yeah, I think. I think one... Was that also the same movie that did the the clap? That yes. was right. Yeah, yeah, same one. Yeah, yeah that that kind of uh, creeped me out. That too. was creepy because you know, again, I'd never seen that before in a movie. I've seen a million horror movies, but that was just. Well, I, James James Wan, and we'll get to the real story. But I like I want to set the tone for for this, but James Wan is probably one of the best horror directors out there right now. I gotta agree yeah. at this you point. Know, yeah, as, absolutely. As far as you know, he let's just put in he he directed a Fast and Furious movie. He directed the con, a Conjuring, and he created the Conjuring universe. He created the Saw universe. Yes, like he has two giant horror. Uh, um, Universes under his belt that he penned, and to me that's just incredible, and that that puts him up there with Wes Craven. That puts him up there and anything. That is a different podcast. Right. We on this episode are going to talk about the original family, the parent family, and what their story is. And I think they, they did. As far as I was doing the research and listening to, um, like. Interviews and listening to Lorraine, mm. I think they did a really good job of portraying ninety percent of what happened to this family oh, in, the, in movie. the movie. Yeah, they did. It wasn't like the, you know, the Amityville Horror where they really took liberties. This was actually which they, Amityville Horror are you talking the about? The first one, the the, the one with James Brolin. And okay, what's yeah. that, which I thought it's a great movie. I have I have a special interest in that movie because it was filmed in Tom's River. I was at the set of that place, and yes. they actually have the Mathis Bridge in the movie, which to me, you know, when you're sitting there and you're watching, you know, somebody going across the Mathis Bridge, and he's like, oh, Seaside's on the other side. And to me, that's a special place. Yeah. Anyway, um, I, this movie, what they did was basically took the facts of the movie and showed you um, his interpretation of what how it happened and, and and it's very very frightening some of the stuff that happened now, i don't know how we're gonna are you gonna go into the, the the thing or do you want me to do it or oh no i'm gonna i'll go into the story after the first break i just want to because uh, i'm doing a little different thing this week i'll okay. go into the story after the first break i want to set people up for to, to just how 
special this story. Not special. Let's just put it like that because a family did perish. How unique it was. How unique this story right. was and how. Even for that time. Like, because if you if you take a look at, because uh, uh, these, these country movies are obviously have any, everything to do with Ed and Lorraine Warren's cases. and yeah, loosely. Yeah, except loosely. for this one. Yeah. And the thing with that is if you take a look at the, their their cases and what they did, and I'm very surprised by what James Wan did. And it like it's it's a brilliant thing to make horror movies out of these cases by Ed and Lorraine Warren. Oh, absolutely. Ed and Lorraine Warren, if anybody out there doesn't know, they were um, ghost hunters. That w- they they kind of um, they kind of uh, set the tone for modern day ghost hunting as we know it now. Pretty much. And Lorraine was a she was a clairvoyant, wasn't Correct. she? Yes, she was. And Ed was a demonologist. Uh, a demonologist. One of the only lay demonologist in the country at the time, I think maybe even the world, you know, I mean, and the Catholic if, Church actually yeah. recognized what he had to say. And and if people don't understand what that means, lay means none of the uh, like Catholic not, Church, not, non-priest right, not priest or anything like that. Um, but to do a, a I mean, I, I know, to do a story, at least a movie, on a case by Ed and Lorraine Warren, which one do you think, out of all their cases, they would have picked first? You would have thought it would have been Amityville Horror because it was the most uh, famous case. And You're right. You could have sat there and done a remake of the Amityville Horror told from a different per, uh, perspective and stuff like problem that. The problem with the Amityville Horror franchise, and it is a franchise at this point, Yeah, everybody has rights to that. It's not like... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You, you, know, you could have sat there and done something else, especially right. with James Wan doing it. Mm-hmm. I would like I would like to see it one day, James Wan do something like that as right. far as with this cast. Oh, and give it the, give it the same treatment he yeah. gave it this story? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think it would be fine. I know he gave us a little touch of that inside so me, the, 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 the Conjuring 2. No, it was the beginning at the Conjuring too. Yeah, but didn't he say at the end of Conjuring? Didn't she say we got a? Oh yeah, at the end of the Conjuring one, they said we have to go to a place. But at the beginning, you saw them inside the place, right? And that dream that that Lorraine had was in the Amityville house because of Alec. But um, this case, uh, as as James put it, was particular because it was very. it, It stood out above. Yeah, this is like one of their first many like like straight up demon cases mm-hmm. that they went through that they 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 thought was very interesting and very uh, it hit close to home because of the family and the family was perishing because of this actual case. Right, and like I said, it's it's a, a bravo on James for for and and that whole crew for taking this case and presenting it the way they did because I really. I really thought, um, again, from what I've been, what I've read, and what I've watched, you know, shows for, that they really, and even Lorraine said it like this: this this movie was the closest thing that they could possibly do to uh, uh, the real story. The real story. Correct. Yeah. But I will get into the real story after this quick break. We'll be right back, so don't go anywhere. We'll be back after a quick break. I'm Howard Dory. And I'm Jess Dory. And we host Plotting Through the Presidents. We take deeply researched, deeply irreverent dives into the myths, mysteries, and scandals of the men and women who shaped America. Join us as we dive deep into topics like... The undeniable ribs of Aaron Burr. The what now? And the odd feeding habits of everyone's favorite founder... John, John Adams? Adams? Subscribe and follow Plotting Through the Presidents now to plot along with us. Find out more at plodpod.com. 
Hi, this is Anthony from Multimedia Mafia. If you love what we do and you want to know more about us, head on over to GreenArrowMedia.org. On there, you're going to find links to both Multimedia Mafia show and our sister show, Is This Real?, which is all about conspiracies and aliens and all sorts of wonderful stuff like that. If you want to support us, head on over to our merch page where you can buy a hat or a mug. We have lots of different designs and cool colors. If you want to meet us, we got pictures up there. We have a little biography, and you can even stream the show right through the website. And hey, don't forget to check out our YouTube link where you can check out all the filming that we do right on our YouTube page. Check us out, greenarrowmedia.org. And welcome back for more short little break. Um, so, like I said before, uh, we went on a break. I'm going to get into the real story of the Perrin family, and I'm going to read like I've been doing this whole holiday, uh, uh, well, holiday. I don't, eh, spooky season, Halloween, Halloween. All that is interesting.com. We are not sponsored by them, but I just want to shout them out as of source material. Uh, so when The Conjuring was released in 2013, it was met with critical acclaim. Critics everywhere praised it for its all-too-realistic portrayal of the demon haunting of an innocent family in Rhode Island. Most viewers assumed that the movie was nothing but the wild imaginations of director James Wan. However, the true story of The Conjuring is actually rooted in a, hor- in a hor- horrifying true experience of Ed and Lorraine Warren. Ed Warren was a World War II veteran and a former police officer who became a self-professed demonologist after studying the subject on his own. His wife, Lorraine, claimed to be a clairvoyant and medium who was capable of communicating with the demons that Ed discovered. That sounds... This this website sounds very skeptical at this point. Claimed, self-professed... Does that, does that give you a skeptical... Connotation. Yeah, you know what? When, when you hear that, you're gonna—that's the first thing that's gonna come to mind. They, oh, he was self-professed. That means, uh, you know what? He thought highly of himself, or he—he he thought he was the uh, demonologist. Look, I, I, I'm gonna. Can I give you a synopsis? Can I? Can I read a little bit? I, I'm not gonna read. I'm just gonna explain to you. Okay, and not to cut you off or whatever, but I think reading like that sometimes can get you a little tied up because you're gonna be—you're actually gonna put yourself into their opinion. Now, well, no, not their opinion. I obviously well, you, took myself out. Well, you're reading from that. Now, now the, the story started in 1971 when the parent family moved into Harrisburg, um, Rhode Island. Uh, they were given one piece of advice by the previous owner, and that was, by, for the sake of your family, leave the lights on at night. They didn't understand that for, at first, what was going on, but they later, later did. We, almost immediately uh, getting into the place, um, Carolyn started hearing... Um, Knocking at night, wasn't it? Knocking. Um, um, voices. Voices. She also heard what they called the broom ghost. They would they would hear a broom being dragged across the floor, and then they would go and find out that the, there was a broom leaning up against the thing and a fresh pile of dirt right there. They didn't understand what it was. What a clean ghost. They later went on to find out that um, there were four or five entities that were friendly ghosts, and they came to accept them and learn to live with them and coexist with them. However, one spirit later identified as as the spirit of Bathsheba Sherman, who lived in that house for decades, okay, was an avowed Satanist uh, and a sadist. Oh, damn, I don't have a cross on me tonight. And problem with um, 
with, with that was she wanted Roger to be for herself. So she was trying to get Caroline out of the, Caroline out of the way, and basically threw stuff at her, hurt her, burned her, put put a, a circular cut in the back of her leg that was later identified by Lorraine Warren and said, this is the work of Bathsheba Sherman. And the reason that is is because early on, Bathsheba was uh, babysitting a child, a neighbor's child, and the child came up dead and it found a little incision in the back of the kid's head. So the neighbors labeled her a... Satan, Satanist, and oh, and, was and she a witch? Yeah, she, to, to I all mean, they had they had speci- uh, like. Uh, there's proof out there that she was. A well, witch. It, again, it's not proof so much as back then. You're not going to prove that. It's like if you're going to do that, then we're back in, in the Salem witch trials. However, but the stuff that came around. I mean, she lost three chi- three young children by mysterious circumstances. One survived, and later, and actually outlived Mr. Sherman and Bathsheba. Um. It turned out that she was um, she was quite the uh, beauty queen, and rumor has it as she when she passed, she she was her body immediately turned to stone, and that was Satan's price for granting her uh, the beauty that so she possessed. Well, that's one thing they did not get in the movie because that bitch was ugly in the movie. Well, yeah, I mean that, that was uh, she was horrifying. Well, also, the friendly ghost stuff. I didn't see that. Anywhere yeah, I didn't see the, the friendly movie. ghost stuff in the movie either. Yeah, yeah, that was that, that caught I me by surprise. Completely, just uh, uh, like passed over that. We're like, yeah, you know, we don't need a friendly. We don't need Casper in this bitch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Every every so day, uh, every uh, most mornings at five fifteen in the morning, they would smell rotting flesh. They didn't know where it was coming from. Oh, so, okay. yeah, basically, wasn't uh, there like knocks at three o'clock in the morning too, or some shit like that? Three o'clock in the morning is is a, um, and in fact, it was touched on. And one of the in first the, scenes yeah. in that movie, when you know Ed when, said that Ed said to you know uh, you know do you hear three three knocks uh, normally between three a.m. and six a.m. and he said yes and he told him that well that was a that says they sometimes the demonic sometimes does that as a um, a mocking of the the Holy Trinity Father yes. Son Holy Ghost okay having said all that um, this kept going on and going on and going on um, uh, you know. Shut the stuff was flying around the thing, flying around the house, people getting hurt. Uh, not so much the girls, basically Caroline, that they actually sought out and Lorraine Warren. They came to the house. Um, as soon as Lorraine walked in, which was depicted by James Wan, again, this guy, it was like brilliant. As soon as you walk in the house, and it's very, you got to pay attention to it because it's subtle, but you just see um, Vera Formiga's character just like looking in the uh, Lorraine and she immediately knew that there was a dark entity in that and she saw it so having said that and and, and doing some investigative research on the property um, that was basically built in the 1600s and the one family lived there for 10 generations so you know there's gonna be there's gonna be a lot of energy in that house, good and bad. Yeah, they lived over they 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 lived at the house for ten years. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that wasn't depicted in the film. No, because was, obviously you're not gonna sit there and depict ten years. Right. And what was also not depicted in the film was the fact that upon torch, hold on, a minute. upon torturing the um, you know Caroline, basically what happened was um, she was. Um, I'm sorry, she was possessed. She was being possessed, not so much by the spirit of Bathsheba, but she was under the influence of Bathsheba. Because 
again, Bathsheba, we touched on it last week. Bathsheba was a human spirit, not going to possess anybody. Now, um, but... See, on, on this website, they say it was during the seance. Well, during that seance, she was taken over. Her body was taken over by whatever. And her the chair levitated she was in, which was, again... You know, portrayed in the movie, and she was actually um, speaking in a weird tongue that the, the girls, even Andrea, the oldest, now tells you they they didn't understand what mommy was talking about. And um, either I got something sitting next to me over here, or this fucking something's clicking, and I don't know what it is. I'm getting a clicking, and it sounds like it's coming here, right next to me. Not to change the subject, but. Well, Holy shit. We are in spooky month. Well, this is fucking spooky. Do you want to come talk on our side? <laughs> no. I don't trust you fucking pricks. Anyway, <laughs> um, the, the, the Roger got so pissed off at this because, again, Bathsheba was being sweet to him, rubbing his arm, and he was getting the sweet side of her, so he couldn't understand what was going on. But when he saw his wife in distress... And it only seemed to get worse when they were doing the seances. He kind of like went at Ed Lorraine Warren and threw him out of the house very early on in this. And what happened basically was the fact that she, um, they lived there for 10 years and left in 1980. And that was the basically the end of the story at that point because it seems like the spirits and, the, and everything had died down from that point. So... That's basically, in a nutshell, what was going on. But you got to ask yourself, how could you live in a place like this? You know, that you, you see your mother possessed or you see your mother under the influence talking in tongues and then you're hanging on there for 10 years. Well, it had to be a frightening experience. Apparently, the um, they, they said due to uh, financial instability, they weren't able to move until 1980. What? what? the hell is playing over there? There's that was your phone, Dad. My phone's right here. Something just responded. Did you hear that? Yeah. yeah. We're not fucking around with you people. I'm just saying. We're, uh... Alright, hold on a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. If that was somebody in this room, can you, like, do that again? Please don't. <laughs> you heard that, right? There was, there was a little girl's voice or a voice? Yeah, yeah. it sounded uh, like Siri. Wasn't Siri? Jump my phone. Was right it your here. watch? I don't have my watch. I my my speakers are off. I'm not on anything that's gonna do that. You don't have an iPad over there. Yeah, I do, but it's not charged. There's nothing on it. It's charging right now. It's charging, but there's nothing here. Here, Is look. It on Siri might have responded to your voice with that. Hey Siri. Yeah, that kind of sounds like I think your iPad was responding to your voice. Prick. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, debunked. I'm going to have to. Well, not debunked. We don't know. Because if it happens again, I'm going to unplug the fucking thing, okay? And I shut it. I'll shut it off. Anyway, that's. Uh, would you want to live in a house for all that amount of time? And then you, you kicked out the person, the only person that the people that can help you? You threw them to the curb? And, you know, in the movie, that wasn't that way. And I'm getting this click again. All right, there's something about a fuselage here. Joshua has a... I I just clicked this right now, so I don't know if that's what you heard. When I don't... When when I'm not listening, when I don't want to have... Hold on. 
I do it. I, it Maybe it's, it's not, me. Yeah, it's not intentional, but I do click the pen. No, I know, but I mean, it sounds to me. I, and again, I'm going over here, looking over here, but I got to realize my headphones on. I wouldn't hear if it was here anyway. Yeah, it would be out of here. So it's probably the way it's moving on my head. Oh boy. Could be your glasses is clicking this, on something. With yeah, this is only what, what are we at? The third episode of this Halloween shit. Yeah. Good, good, good. <laughs> so that's basically the story of the parent family, and uh, you know, uh, I, I don't know how you would take this in a, you know where you want to go from here with this. You know, if there's anything you want to add to it because right now, you know, it's very it's cut and dry. Well, no, it, I mean you have to sit there and obviously. You have the movie version, and, and then you have the kind of dry ending that real life gave us, as usual real life does give us. There's no really happy endings or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to sit there and you have to say, like, uh, um, do you believe in the accounts of anything of, of, of these things? Like, especially, like, I'm looking right now, <clears throat> and I don't know why I want to look at it, but I'm looking at the grave of Bathsheba. Right. Um... She's buried in a Baptist cemetery. Yeah. So uh, if she was, quote unquote, a witch, why would they bury her in a Baptist cemetery? Because at that point, back then, you got to understand that people would try to um, punish her or save her soul. Burn the body. Well, I don't know if they did it or not. According to the legend, it was turned to stone, but who knows? Um but they would put her in the thing that, you know, why, why is John Gotti buried in the Catholic cemetery? So it's just, yeah, that's what you got to Well, that, that's a different, like, okay, there's a difference between John Gotti and Bathsheba. How much? What do you mean not much? How much? You heard, you heard him. He said not much. Anyway, <laughs> it's, um. <laughs> that looks fake, doesn't it? I was going to say, yeah, it looks kind of fake. I don't know how real that headstone is. It looks like it has two huge giant cracks one going across towards the top oh, right is, under her name she did die in the year of 1885 you know the wife of Judson Chairman okay I'm sorry I've been watching a lot of like this era and I've been talking like that like I, I Anthony interrupted me last night when I was sleeping and I got so pissed off at him I was like Anthony good night and he wouldn't go to bed and I turned around and said good day sir and I shut my and I shut my door in front of him <laughs> so you know, I, I I've been I've been watching around like a lot of eighteen hundred stuff. Anyway, the tombstone it does look fake it. though. Yeah, it does look fake. Like it doesn't look like it's in a cemetery at all. It just looks like, hey, look, I'm gonna put this in my front yard and take a picture. Yeah, pretty much. That's exactly what it looks like. But yeah, but I mean, like I said, you have the 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 claims of the daughter, and I don't know. Have you heard? Of any of the other daughters come out and, and talk? No, I haven't. The only people that have actually spoken is is a woman by the name of Nora Sutcliffe. And what she was, was she's the one who bought the, the house afterwards. And, of course, you know, when the movie came out in 2013, people were descending on this property trying to, I don't know, you know, be a piece oh, of history. Ghost hunting. Right. And she basically tried to debunk everything, saying there was a lot of inaccuracies mm-hmm. in... Andrea Perrin's story and but the problem I have with that is it's nice for Norma Norma to say that and maybe she was just trying to, to, to you know throw some cold water on it so the people wouldn't show up if it's in Ed and Lorraine's case file and Andrea Perrin is saying the same thing I gotta tend to believe that they're right and Norma Sutcliffe was not right 
Now, well, you, you also had, I mean, let, let's, let's just put it in perspective. You also had a lot of people because, you know, I do, you have to read both sides, you know, being a journalist and stuff like that. So, you know, I, I did read the the people saying that, you know, Ed and the Rain were they're kooks, you know what I mean? And they, again, they touched that in the movie also at the beginning, you know, um, Ed said people call us kooks, people call us this, people call us that, but we're really just, you know, trying to help people. But, like, you could sit there and say, like, you know, do you believe in Lorraine's powers? Do you b- believe in, in, you know, Ed's self-proclaimed right. You know, again, that's, that's a story for another day. But you, you, I, I do believe... Well, it goes into the story, though. Right. I, I, because I, what gives this story legitimacy is the fact that it was in Ed Lorraine's case file. Right. That's what I'm saying. So I'm going to tend to lean to believe them... Over, you know, and, and again, with Andrea Perrin, I'm going to believe her as well. Because there's no reason for her to lie. I mean, she didn't make a lot of money on this, this, this story. It was not from her book or anything. She did write a book. You don't think was, she, made, she made some money from, from this movie? No. What was she going to make? It was This was done. The likeness? Her name? Family name? Stuff like that? I guarantee she's the one that's you know in what? control of that because I guarantee the parents Maybe, maybe there was some money somewhere there. I don't know the logistics of, of the, the, the financial aspect of it. But she wasn't going to make... A, a, there wasn't going to be a, um, a boatload for her. Like it would be... You know, the, the Warrens are given the permission to use their... You know, their files to do this. Now, again, there's a little tidbit on Bathsheba. You know, you asked about why she was buried in a Baptist cemetery. Um, she basically was buried there, and it's what I'm seeing and hearing is uh, this girl, Norma Sutcliffe, said, according to her research, a trial of Bathsheba Sherman was found to be dubious, with there being no histor- historical record of it taking place, which is, I find odd because, you know, most, you know, you got to have records of this stuff. Who knows how much she she went into delve into that? I don't know. Um, she was buried in the Baptist cemetery. It was recorded at that at her funeral, the Baptist minister honored her with a eulogy. If she was so bad, why did the Baptist minister give her a eulogy? You know, and then bury her in a Baptist cemetery. Again, that's what this Baptist preacher did. That doesn't mean that what you know the the three children were. You know, found dead. It doesn't mean that she didn't kill this baby. The baby was killed. The neighbor's kid was killed with you know with an incision in the back of the head. So that stuff did happen. Now, just because there's no historic, she's saying there's no historical record doesn't mean there isn't any. I didn't delve into that. I didn't right. research you it. To, uh, you have to. Also, yeah. You also have to think like, um, it, like you say all the time with anything. Show, show. Show me the proof of it. Right. And it's very hard for stuff like that. Like, it, she can be in the, accused of this, but she, there's no proof of that she did it. Now, granted, if you you want to sit there and believe that she is a ghost, she is a evil spirit, quote-unquote, um, then you could say that she can be very powerful. But something like, as far as the way they portrayed her in the movie, I... Well, that was pure fiction. I mean, she looked like an old. It looked- it's not. It's not. I'm, I'm saying that if they're saying that she was that powerful, and she was doing shit that, as as least that we learned from the last two cases that we covered the last two weeks, that she was doing demon powered shit. You know, uh, possessed, 
Uh, well, if she's a witch, Joe, she's actually a witch will summon the power of demons. Even in the afterlife? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not there, but I I, I do believe that. I, I know. I, I believe in the afterlife. If, if 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 somebody's a witch, and they die, they're going to hell because that's what they wanted, and that's what Satan wanted. That's what you know. That's what they're supposed to go. But I don't believe that. You know, um, for some reason they were. Uh, Why was she attached to the house then? Because she lived there, and she considered. So if you're in hell, you're not going to be at the house. Then. Right. So there you go. You don't know. You don't know. There is no. There's no concrete evidence here. Well, we're going to take a short little break, and then we're going to continue this conversation after we come back from break because this is very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Green Arrow Media has partnered up with StepUpWellness.com. Are you looking for a program to help support a healthy lifestyle? It's never too late for a healthy change, believe me. Today is your lucky day. Check out stepupwellness.com. It has over 500 different products to choose from, all with your health in mind. They have supplements and vitamins, protein bars and shakes and powders and drinks. Anything that's going to go into your body to make you feel better and live better, stepupwellness.com has it. If you're in the market for online health, wellness, and fitness products, then look no further. Go to stepupwellness.com today. And we are back. Uh, before you we went to that short little break, we did. We were, me and Dad were talking, and you know, and Joshua because he's still here. Uh, we were talking. Gee, thanks. You're welcome. I mean, <laughs> you don't really you know throw yourself into a conversation, but you know, I'm not rude like you. Okay, whatever. Uh, we were talking about the, uh, the the conjuring and the parent family case, and basically, if um, you know, we believe that if Bathsheba was really as dubious or demonically as the movie and the stories uh, make her out to be. Because, again, like I said, if you go back to the last two cases and what you guys are... Well, Dad was telling me, and you to some degree, that uh, human people that were on this earth cannot possess, they cannot do any demonic details that obviously demons have. Um, But if you look at this case, excuse me, uh, she was the only evil spirit, uh, quote unquote, that was in um, this house. Um, mm. And if that's the case, then how did Carolyn get possessed? How were, you know, any of this happened? I granted that they also had, um, if I'm if I'm correct, they had in the movie, if I remember, that Valak was behind that. Also, there was the Valak was just completely following the cases of Ed and the Rain throughout their entire, you know, these three. I don't think so. I don't know. I don't remember that. I don't think so. No, I don't. No, no. For me personally, because that can explain though. That's what I'm saying. It could, but it wouldn't make sense. I think they were just throwing the Valak thing around in order to connect the universe more than anything else. Mm -hmm. Um, But let's put it this way: if someone is that devout of a so-called Satanist or that hardcore of just wanting to be the devil's puppet. Like a witch or a Wiccan? Like a witch or a Wiccan, yes. If they're that devout that, I think it was in the movie too, that the the day she died that she hung herself or whatever and committed suicide, she she professed her love for Satan or whatever it was Mm. and then died like that, like... You have to think 
is there the possibility that, as Dad said, Satan, devil, worship, whatever, could turn around and be like, okay, well, I'm going to use you because you had, like, the biggest connection to me because you were that devout. It'd be like the same thing as, you know, how people will turn around and say, oh, well, God spoke to me in a vision or whatever the case is. You could think that the reverse could happen. So you're telling me that this Bathsheba could have been a prophet of Satan? Yeah. Why not? Or a puppet. Or, or a puppet, yeah. That's perfect. The same way. You can know. throw it see, you th- could throw it on both sides of the coin. Mm-hmm. Because you could sit there and say someone was a puppet because God talked to them and then they told somebody else something well, or did a vision or whatever right, stuff but, like that. But then why can't the other end do that? You're also then talking on both sides of the ass when you're saying or at least in, in the podcast you were saying you, demons can't possess. Only de- I mean, uh, um, humans that once lived, no matter how evil the spirit is, cannot possess somebody. Uh, only demons can do that. And then here we are with a story that th- basically there's no demon involved. There's no demon. There's no devil. There's nothing. And you're no. saying about uh, somebody who was on Earth, regardless of if she was a Satanist, regardless of if she was a witch, that well, we don't know that she possessed. was possessed. That's what. That's what. We're getting from the story. That's what we got in the well, movie. That's I, what Lorraine I, I, said. I, I can give you another account. And that's that, what Andre, uh, Andrea, Andrea, Andrea said. Well, what she, uh, Andrea also didn't, there's a lot of stuff that she didn't say. And when she wrote the book House of Darkness, House of Light, there was, especially, there was one, I mean, there's a group of spirits in the house. One of them was named Manny. Manny was a, 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 a um, was he the gardener? No, the the parent family loved this guy supposedly because he really would protect them or whatever. Um, let me see. But that's um, what I'm saying. Like even in the okay, if you want to talk about demons and everything like that, even in the second movie with the uh, the old man who was talking in the corner, right? He wasn't a demon either, but he was the well. Again, this was Valak behind it, but he was the main. Possession of the little girl. He was the main protagonist, but doesn't mean he possessed the little girl. Yes, okay. he did. No, he did not. With, 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 Are you saying he was just speaking? No. What I what I'm going to tell you exactly, in my opinion, what happened in that case? Okay, I'm going to tell you that the old man was being used by as a pawn by a, a demonic entity to do its bidding of moving shit, doing this, doing that. But when it came time for the girl to speak, that was actually a demon speaking through her. And that was supposed to be the, the old it, man. It was posed as the old man. Again, demons aren't telling you the truth unless it comes to their name. Well, so how do we know that's not the same situation here? Exactly. We don't. But there was also another another entity in this house that was so malevolent that you, you're not going to read about it. It was only done in the book. And the parent family to this day won't talk about it. Suppose, and I'll read you one line. Let's just say there was a very bad male spirit in the home with five little girls. And it's in, in, insinuating that the, the spirit father? was molesting these children, you know, in some way. Now, the, you know, the, other than torture, the beds were levitating. Sheets are being pulled. One of, them, one of the spirits kept telling the little girl, there's five dead soldiers buried in, 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 in the walls of this house. Okay. The little, little kids aren't going to make this up. And don't forget, these, these were little children at the time. So you can go that way. I'm not saying it happened. I'm not. But you can actually say... That these little little kids are really doing stuff that they have no knowledge of. How do they, you know, somebody's touching them. They're going to say it. 
You know what I'm saying? This is it, it's it's a crazy situation you got here, but in no way is that a human spirit possessing somebody. But it can be the work of the demonic using the human spirit, as as Josh said, as its toy. Remember, when God sends somebody to do his bidding, what is he called? A prophet. When the satanic, well, yeah, well, to when, say they can be the other way around, right? The satanic is a puppet, yeah, puppet because I never, we've, we've never, we've never had that. Never had. We one. don't know that. You're okay. The only thing that no, no, the, no, no, no. The, the reason a, why I'm saying that is you don't know that is because this happens to be one of those cases where a person who is as it was documented was that they're devouring themselves to Satan. Other people don't do that. A normal person wouldn't do that. Okay. Even people who don't believe wouldn't do that. There's, so I've, they can just be spirits. I disagree with you, sir. And then you have someone turn around and be like, yeah, I'm a witch. Like, fuck that. Satan rules or whatever the hell it is. Use my body. Do whatever you want. There's a lot of people who do that. I, okay. Not a lot. Oh, no. There's a lot. Let's just I put meant it this way: that devout to the point like that. It has increased over over the but that's, years. I'm, I'm, not to cut you off, but that's not a prophet. There's a difference between a, a you're lingering prophet. on the technical term. No, right. but they can but there be is. used. No, they can be used. People say prophet because they're talking about God. Right. It, 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 the terms don't fucking matter. If a spirit, whether it be good or bad is talking to someone and tells them this is what's going to happen or whatever, or do my bidding, that's the point. Mm-hmm. It's not the terms. But this is, but the term, it's, uh, you're thinking I'm just focusing on the terms. I'm not focusing on oh the terms. Oh my God, is he his mother. I'm focusing on oh. the, shush, I'm focusing on the, the, uh, um, the not the belief system, but the, the, the definition of the terms itself because the there's a difference between because you don't have a prophet going oh i i'm i'm god's will i'm i'm doing god's bidding and then hang themselves you ha- you're not gonna this is you're right not, because it's a, it's a prophet that's spreading god's word a god a good message exactly so satan if, is out to fucking destroy what the fuck is so hard about this so if Satan wants somebody to spread his message, why would he have that person kill themselves? Because that's they what he wants. Out, I'm devouting myself to you, and then right. Because he, he he gets I don't, first of all, first of all, you got a weak-minded person that thinks that they're they're, they're doing that. If you if you believe, if you honestly believe that you are you're you're a Satanist, and somehow you're going to be rewarded when you go to hell, then you're a fucking fool. Okay. Period. End of story. The devil isn't down there okay. with him, put his arm around you when um, you get to hell and go, come on, now you're going to be the best condo I got. Listen, you know, come on in to the swimming pool, three fucking meals a day. It doesn't happen. Listen, again, it, it goes into your belief system, number one, because if you, you could say the same for someone who believes that I'm going to go and do God's bidding and does nothing but I'm a, I'm a prophet, I'm going to do this, you could tell, you could call them, oh, you know, they have, they're weak-minded also. How many times do we You're sit, absolutely right. How many times do we sit there and we, we see... Someone who, in the name of God, has done something. Okay, I don't know. I I don't know how we got off on this rant here, but I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to give you the definition of what the fuck you're talking about because I don't think you know. All I right, you know what I'm talking no. about. No, then that means that what you just said. Then you're you're lumping in a prophet as a lunatic when basically every preacher, every pra- pastor, every priest 
is a prophet of God. No, they're not. Yes, they are. No, they are not. preaching the word. They're not in maybe not in a technical sense, Mary. No, it's, but what it's, they what they are basically they're 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 they're, they're no, preaching the word of the of, you of the have, liturgy. You can, first of all, dickhead. oh my God! You could sit there and you could preach the word of God, but you're not a prophet. A prophet is someone who is handpicked. Again, by the you're Lord. getting mixed. You're, you're it's, it's you're. You're trying to generalize the word prophet. Yeah, basically, you, you're, and it's it cannot be generalized no, because what I'm a trying to, what I'm trying to tell you is, you're asking me why you know they would they would preach the word of the devil. Well, it's not preaching the word of the devil. The deeds are what the problem is. The deeds are the problem. The deeds are the haunting the people, uh, poking the people, destroying the people, hurting the people. Uh, a malevolent spirit could yeah, fucking they, kill you. That's if, right. You know, they, and that's why they don't need a human person to do any of that. They have. They could do that themselves. You're absolutely right, but it's plausible deniability for them because, at the same token, what you're doing is you're having these demons are having their their uh, their their minions. Do their will for them. Why the fuck? It's like sitting in an armchair. Why the fuck do you want to get off the chair when I got somebody else robbed the bank for me? Why would they want to do that? Because what's happening is they're assuring that that person, that spirit that's doing the bidding is now going to be going to hell no matter what. How? This is not that hard to do. And I know it's not rational because we're talking about irrational shit. But if you, if you follow logic here. This has nothing to do with logic. Yes, it does because basically, if Satan, uh, if Satan and hell is for destruction, when the, when Jesus and it's God all about are for belief you know. system, that's what that's what this is about. Logic has nothing to do. Okay, with so it. what belief system are you going to tell me that that this doesn't happen? What do you mean? Well, you're you're, you're saying you're being a skeptic here. You're saying well, because there's never been someone who's who, who has gone around and said besides maybe Anton Lavey has not have 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 turned around and, and be like I am here. To talk about the word of the devil, really? I, I guess Alistair Crowley never never crossed your mind, right? But I'm, what I'm saying is, that you just said never. You're wrong again. Go ahead. Okay. What I'm saying is, you're this not going to you're not going to sit here and, and and you can't. There's no whatever we have prophets like you could sit there and say, oh Jesus was a prophet, even though in our belief system he was the Messiah, he was God's son. Other belief system, he was just a prophet. He was just spelling the word of God and handpicked by 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 the Lord himself. All right, I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you in a nice way. What the fuck are you getting? What's your point? You're so, telling me there was a now it's Anton Lavey, and now you just acknowledge Al- Alistair Crowley. Well, there's a ton of others. Okay. All right. I mean, Michael Aquino. Does he come to mind? You know who Michael Aquino is? Temple set in fucking San Francisco. He branched out from from the Church of Satan because he didn't he didn't agree with Anton Lavey. They became mortal enemies. Okay, these are these people are there. If you care to take your time to read about them, you'll understand. These are prophets of doom. These are prophets of destruction. All right, they want to spread the word of destruction. They want to spread. They'll tell you no, whatever. And I'm not going to get in, a, in an argument with these nitwits. I'm not going to do that. But I'm just telling you, they want to go. They they want to go to hell, and they don't want to wait in line with anybody. All, right? All I'm saying, let's get back to the point at hand. All I'm saying is that if if you're going to sit there and, and tell me as far as off off rip and off of the story that we have that there was no demon involved I'll tell you the story is bullshit I didn't say there was no demon involved I'm I'm clearly telling you that the demon is influencing the spirit well, of Bathsheba that's, that's what I'm saying but if you go off of there's there's been no recollection of any demon there Besides maybe the one book you got from the, the, the parent chick. Anything else, there was nothing told by, by Lorraine about uh, uh, another spirit there. It's just Bathsheba. 
So if the, if if there was just this story that by by what you have here, then the story's bullshit. Okay, in your opinion, I I respect your opinion. Now, what did they call Bathsheba? What was her title? What what was they they describe her as? Well, I, I, she was a, a Satanist. What else? A witch. Right. You know the definition of a witch. Yeah, a witch, and I, and I know you guys, and I, no offense to the Wiccans out there, but in my opinion, a witch, any kind, will derive its power from Satan. Okay, that's fine, but she was still human. And again, if you go, we're by going the, in circles here, Joe. If you go by the definition of what you gave last week and two weeks ago, humans cannot have the powers of demons and and whatnot. I agree with you. So no one said they did. What I said was. I don't know. I don't think you know what you're saying. I know exactly what I'm saying. If the if the satanic force, if the demonic force, was pushing her to do its bidding for him, she didn't possess anybody. Okay, that's the demonic fine. force slipped in. And now I know you say you're going to tell you're going you're going to tell me now, but nobody recorded a demonic force. You're absolutely right. There was no exorcism performed on the thing mm-hmm. because they threw the the Warrens off the case early on, so there was mm-hmm. none needed. They didn't want it. They didn't go. So who knows what was it? No one knows. It didn't show itself early. But the but what happened to this woman? When you're going in speculation then, because you don't know. I'm telling you, if the story is true by Andrea Perrin, and everything that that's going on with this whole situation happened the way they said, then what happened to Caroline or Carolyn was the work of the demonic through Bathsheba. Or whatever spirit you want to call well, see, it. See, I can believe that, if, but that's not what's said. Because it wasn't, uh, you're right, because they threw, the, they threw them off and no work was done after that. So there's a story now, you're going to have to lead it up to yourself to believe that Bathsheba possessed this, this family or possessed Carolyn. And it didn't happen that way because it can't happen that way. Okay. So, so if she was in why fact are we arguing, I'm not arguing, but you're, you're 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 like you're driving me nuts here. You want semantics? I'm telling you, if we <laughs> don't, don't want know, we don't. No demon. You're right. No demon was called out here because they didn't have the time. There was no ex- excuse me. There was no exorcism done. I know. There was you're just a seance, and seances could be anything. Could mean anything, but. Bathsheba came through in that se- that seance. That's how they knew the name. That's how they knew the the, the demon was there, or the 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 uh, evil the, spirit. W- w- so you link that together with Bathsheba, the witch, Bathsheba Sherman, who was there. There's a link there. She lived in a house for a century. For, for, okay, for I get decades. you. So that's my point. I didn't. Say, I never said she possessed anybody because I don't believe in it. Well, no, the stories say that she possessed. That's the what I'm story. Saying. If the story, if that's what they want you to believe, that part of it, I don't believe. That's all. Okay, so why are you yelling at me? Because you're a dick. No, I'm not a dick. Anyway, let's because go. Because I have a fucking opinion that obviously, obviously, you, it's not for your... some reason you have to sit there and bring my mother into this for some odd Because arguing with you about this, it's like I'm arguing with your mom because it has to be semantical. Every, it's not, I'm not talking every semantic. Every T has to be crossed. Every I has to be dotted. Oh, and I'm that's sorry. Not Do you write doing. your T's and I's differently? See, there we go. Yes. This is oh, going to be sorry. the first fucking podcast to end in your murder. So, you, you <laughs> okay, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to fucking strangle this prick. All right, anyway. I but knife. I only got two hands, and I don't believe I can do it. I got the knife. Anywho, Joshua, do you, do you have anything to add? Yeah, he's he's, he's tired. He's hungry. 
No, 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 not really. I'm like still high off of caffeine because you know I had inventory today. But yeah, that's anyway, what we're do. load up on fucking Starbucks from now on. That's good. We're like, not supported by Starbucks, by the way. I didn't say what I drank, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, there could be plenty of possibilities. Um, not really sure. I didn't know about the fact until Dad said it that they actually got kicked out and that nothing actually finished. I was probably looking at it more of like the way the movie was, yeah. where there was something that happened at the end of the movie. The spirit was, you know, shoved the hell out of the mother and everything ended on a happy note, kind of. Um, so that's new news to me. So I'm kind of up in the air <laughs> yeah, it, and lost and confused because that does change things. From certain uh, perspectives, because right. you don't know what happened. You don't know if there actually was some demonic presence other than just the Bathsheba spirit. Mm -hmm. um, things could have been much worse. Um, it, it actually is more of a question towards you, Dad. Uh, did the kids actually, the parent family. Did the kids actually pass away, or did anyone actually get hurt I, or and or die from that? Well, not, I, I don't know if any of the children are dead. I know Andrea is still alive because she mm -hmm. wrote that book. And she was, uh, a couple of years ago, um, she was on all the, the news. I mean, she was promoting her books. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That much. Um, I do believe some of her sisters are alive. I don't know for sure. I can't. I'm not going to say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I know that the, um, I believe the parents are dead. In fact, yeah, I, I believe they're both dead. Um, not because of the house, but no, no, of age. no. They left in 1980, and it seemed that after they were out of the house, the kids were semi-adults. They went on their own way or whatever. Okay, okay, and the parents, right. you know, the parents were in their 60s and 70s and whatever, and they and they passed. But <clears throat> that kind of throws this case up in the air. Then it does, but in, and I think what's happening with this case is basically the real story, the story that it was based upon. Um doesn't have an ending yeah. the only ending yeah. is they're gone that's it yeah, it's not like like james wan tied it all together which yeah, yeah, she could yeah. come out of the house because uh, you know demon's trying to kill her and then all yeah. of a sudden she was she's gone yeah so yeah. i think that's you know, what the, the difference is you know my problem with, yeah with i didn't know that. these cases is though hold on real quick right. I, I do have a small problem because i read <laughs> maybe it was the website and i really hope it was the website <laughs> one of the ones i read it from but apparently the spirit bathsheba was torturing the mother, but as Dad said, he, uh, she was friendly to the husband. Mm -hmm. But I was re also reading that um, apparently he was such inappropriately by the uh, evil spirit. And, and then, he, then you said that they threw Ed and Lorraine out because it made things worse on the wife. Right. And I'm like, do I really want to be that guy and ask? He threw them out only because he was enjoying a spirit touching them? That's a story for another day. That's a story for another day. <laughs> but the only way I'm going to touch on that is there's two times, two types of demonic entities. The one's called the incubus and, and one's called the succubus. And they're both... Um, Male or female, I think it is, isn't it? They both um, involve sexual activity yeah. with the victims. Um now the uh, we should have touched on another story, but I, I don't want to go there. It, how the the father was having uh, unwanted sex with a 
a demonic a demonic entity, a succubus, I believe it was. But anyway, it, that does happen. That's who hot. knows? Who knows if? <laughs> who knows if 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 they they were using that? Yeah. And trying to say it was this girl, we we this Bathsheba, we don't know. Yeah. You know, all we know is we know her name because she lived there. We know her name because of what happened to the children. Um, the, 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 the death of the one child. And we also know that it came through in a seance, which we all know. Yeah. Seances yeah. can have anything come through and, and, and the demonics can say, Well, I you know I'm Bathsheba, ha ha ha. Yeah, well, but basically I'm not. And they, that the whole Per, the whole spirit that was tormenting could have been a demon yeah. named, Bash, named itself Bathsheba to throw everybody off. Mm, okay. That's what the demonic does, and yeah. they do it well. But My, my yeah. problem with, with any of this, though, is any of the cases that you hear, at least, I don't know, I I've, haven't read up. I know I've heard something about the Amityville horror, though, or the Amityville house, but any time that these specific cases happen you don't hear anything after like there's nothing there's no yeah there's a reason for that people who live after the in the houses oh the, you know i haven't because, heard anything here anything well like very simply because two reasons number one plausible deniability you hear me say it all the time it's going to be like well you know what i don't know they locked up that that guy over there for those serial kid for the, the deaths of the deaths of, the, of of you know kids are being killed in like the wayne williams story in atlanta Okay, mm-hmm. people were dying. They locked up Wayne Williams. They said he was guilty. Whether he's or not, I don't know, and I'm not going there. But the the killing stopped. Now, think of it this way. If the demonic is trying to throw you off, what it's going to do is it's going to stop that activity because well, these other people are coming in and moving into the house, like the people that moved into Amityville or this woman who moved into this house. I don't know what they're talking about. It didn't happen. So it's bullshit. Very simple. It's not the house. And people get this mistake. It's not the house that's haunted. The house will be haunted by his human spirit. Because it's, you know, the house could be But that's there. what I'm saying. There's obviously, they said there was other spirits there. And right. There has been anything M- after then that. The spirits that there might not, they might be laying dormant. Because don't forget, you had five young girls that these, de- that these, these spirits attracted themselves to. And they were... Um, you know, they were they were getting recognition from these from these people. They were getting recognition from the little girls. They were speaking to the little girls. The little girls were, were you know were having fun with them or whatever. But when those little girls move out, those spirits lay dormant. Next door, we have a little girl in there. There's a little girl in that house. Okay, <laughs> I, I I'm you know I got it. We have it on tape. We have it on audio. Well, we used to. Okay. Well, we again I don't know what happened to it, but yes, the girl was there. So. And as a child, I grew up in that house. I spent 27 years in that house. And I knew of feelings. I knew of little things. I saw a doll. I saw um, a little figurine move right in front of my eyes. In fact, Dad has that little figurine and he bring it over here. And, you know, it's okay. still, it still scares me when I look at it. And the other day when I was there, I put it in a, in a thing to take here. I'm not afraid of the doll. Something moved it. It wasn't the doll that moved. Dolls can't do. Can't move. Now... Having said that, again, get back to your 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 situation there, and you know, if I'm if I'm a killer, and I'm killing everybody, but they lock this guy up, and they accuse him, well, I'm going to stop killing. They got somebody for it. I did my job. I'm going home. Nobody's going to look at me anymore because the killing stopped. They got their man. Happens every day. Demonic is the same thing. If they can get away with it and, and fool everybody, which is their job to do, they'll do it. 
So that's all I'm going to say on on, on that subject. But um, well, so let, let's just finish this this off, uh, Joshua. Yes. Do you uh, believe in the true story of the Perrin family? Do you believe in uh, you know what the records say? Not compared to so much with the movie, obviously, because the movie, if you go by what the true story is, was uh, you know they had a good ending, blah blah blah. Oh, but yeah, that threw me off. Yeah. So, so do you believe um, in the actual story in this story? Uh, happening by what they said. To I'd say about seventy, yeah, about seventy-five percent do believe. Only because of the fact that Ed and Lorraine have all these documented cases, and there's tons of proof. Um, it's been kind of verified, you know, with the credentials and everything that they have all the people they've helped over the years. So I can believe that something happened. I'm not going to say what, because I don't know. And because also they were thrown out. So we don't have an, I won't say a happy ending, but we don't have like an actual ending to anything at that right. point. Yeah. Everything's still left up in the air. Yeah. It's, it, it's hard to say a hundred percent. Yes. Because of the fact that it was kind of just like, it was like not finishing your homework, <laughs> you know, like getting halfway through a paragraph or something. And then you just call it quits right there. So it's like kind of hard. Like I need a little bit more, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I'll say, like I said, at least 70, 75%. Yes. Because of the fact that everything's well documented. There is a book out like at dad said of one of the girl, well, Andrea. Yeah. One of the daughters and stuff like that. So Yeah. I mean, I can believe to a degree, basically, is what I'm saying. All right, Faja. I, you know, again, I'm going to go with what Joshua said as far as believability uh, in something happened there. I'm going to go to a little different round. I do believe it did happen and for two reasons. Number one, um, because the stuff that was in Ed and Lorraine's um, files after so many years, this stuff never saw the light of day, but it later on did. And Andre Perrin, after so much time, Recount, recalled the same thing on both sides. So it was like, you know, if it happened to you, you're not going to really forget it. And this, she kind of like mirrored Ed and Lorraine's story to a degree, and there was really no variation on it. As far as the Bathsheba situation, I'm going to, I do believe that there was an entity in that house. I do believe that that entity claimed itself to be Bathsheba. Whether Bathsheba was a witch or not, we're not going to know because there's no documented proof of that. But I am going to say I think it was an opportunity for the demonic to use the name to uh, infiltrate that house. Again, we don't know because the, the, the story, you know, there was never an exorcism done there. But the mere fact that Carolyn was possessed supposedly and sitting on the chair and the chair levitated once, and I said this before and I'll say it over and over again, once you have levitation of any kind in a, in a, in a, a case, that is by definition demonic. You're not going to get... Uh, a human spirit to do that. They don't have the, the the ability to do that. They can touch you. They can scratch you. They can push you, but they're not lifting things. You have stuff that's being lifted. It's clearly demonic. And if this is what led Lorraine Warren put in there, I don't find them to be liars. They're credible. They they like like Josh said. They 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 they've been doing this a long time. 
So, yes, I do believe something happened, but I also believe it was demonic in nature. And there was some spirits in that house that were friendly to the children, unless they were also demonic and trying to fool the children. I don't know. But I do believe this was the work of the demonic. And, yes, I do believe the story, the, the story of the Perrin family aside from the movie. All right. Um, as far as I'm, I'm concerned, uh, if uh, if you're just gonna go off face value and you know do the uh, you know listen to the story in which it's told, then again, if you know, like we've been saying this whole time, last three weeks, if you know how the demonic act and act and how the you know how human spirits can't do what the demonic do, then if you go off face value of what the story is, and no, I don't believe it, but if you go deeper into it, like you said, Dad, I think there's more to this story than what meets the eye and then what has been told. And I think, um, you know, with the whole Bathsheba story being a witch, and it, it gives a good gives a good shot that, oh, she was a witch, and, you know, it ties in the witch trials of the 1800s and stuff like that. It gives a very good meaty backstory for a movie. But as far as, like I said, you know, as far as, you know, reality, um, she couldn't do any of what was described in that movie. Yeah, I have a hard time dealing with the, again, we don't know Bathsheba. As far as in the story also. Right, we don't know Bathsheba. I mean, clearly she could have been a very beautiful woman. We don't know. You know, she could have been a nice person, whatever. Were these kids killed? There's no documented evidence of these children being killed. But that's also a, a part of the story that no one no one should even care about because that's hearsay. Well, that's what I'm saying. Only like, go what you can prove. If you could sit there and somehow... Or close to proof. If you could sit there and somehow get deeper into the story and... Um, I do believe something happened because, again, I don't believe that Ed and Lorraine Warren are liars either. Mm-hmm. And what Andrea accounted was the same thing that Ed and Lorraine accounted right before. Like, exactly. Andrea said that she uh, witnessed the levitation of her mother in the chair and um, and all that and speaking in tongues. And again, as we've said these last two these last three weeks now, speaking in tongues, levitation, uh, those are demonic activities. Those are not going to be done by human spirits. Right. So... Uh, that's you know what we've been arguing for the last hour. Um, so if you're gonna sit there and, and and claim that this was just Bathsheba and she was a Wiccan, then you're full of shit and you're not really helping the people out. But if you we can somehow somehow get the true story and at least the deeper story again, we don't know what was told after uh, and the rain left. Right. We don't know what happened in those years or whatnot that that after they were kicked out. Um, but if we could somehow get to know the rest of that story, I think it would be very, very interesting to figure yeah. out if that was a demon in that house or not. Yeah, I agree. Um, but I think that's where we'll end this episode, and hopefully none of us get touched by a demon tonight, because I don't need that shit. Unless well, I, I, you know, I, I don't think that's going to happen. I, no, I it's not unless it's a sucky bit, all right? You fucking creep. Anyway, 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 anyway. Um, this was a nice episode to have for our little Halloween break here. Um, and just to, just to throw this out there, um, on our Etsy page, we're running a, a specialist this month for Halloween, so visit our Etsy page. And we are going to be doing a, a, a video shoot or a shoot this week 
up in um, on Sunday. We're going to be up in. Um, well, this is Sunday when it airs at eight o'clock, so we'll be after. Oh yeah, fuck! I can't do that, can yeah. I? No, well, just can't. retract what I just said. Fuck yeah. it. Um, but what yeah. about uh, the mug thing? You still doing? Buy that? our mugs. Yeah, mugs. Well, I was going to say I'm going to bring a bunch of mugs with me up there. And but nobody's gonna hear it. But, no, but, I'm gonna say, don't you have an event or something to go to? Oh yeah, we're doing a we're doing a show down at uh, St. Gerard's in New, in Patterson, New Jersey, and we're gonna have some of our mugs. I'm gonna have some of uh, my my religious mugs and uh, some of my uh, Jersey Shore mugs and you know fun mugs and whatever. And uh, they're inexpensive, um, so come on down if you want to come down and see us. And I tell you what, here's what I'll do: if you guys are gonna come down next Saturday, um, I don't I can't. What's the exact date? Anybody have a date next Saturday? Well, it's a uh, week and two days, yeah. so it'll be 23? the 23rd. All right, yeah. the 23rd. If you come to St. Gerard's on the 23rd and say, I heard you on Is This Real Podcast, I will give you a free Is This Real coffee mug. So, um, you know, and I'll let you choose which one you want. We're going to have three designs there. I won't have many. I won't have many. I'm going to, for the first uh, 10 people, that come down and say that, you know, we saw, we, we heard you on your podcast. And I don't care if you come up to me and say, you know, I heard you on your podcast. I want your free mug, but your, your podcast sucks. You'll still get the mug. I might wrap Probably it around right your head. Punch the face. Like, Wait a minute. Wait a minute. But, you know, we have mugs of all, do all different kinds. And uh, it's going to go, it's going to, you know, percentage of that is going to go to support the show. So, yes. So completely so. follow our Etsy page and our specials on Etsy. Our website. Uh, our website, greenarrowmedia.org. Our Instagram page, Is This Real Podcast. Uh, our Facebook page is this real podcast, and uh, please go listen to our sister podcast, Multimedia Mafia. They're coming up to our their season finale this week, um, which I believe is a doo-wop episode. I know the one episode that went up today was uh, heavy metal, and that was um, I was guest spotting on that. So yes, go listen to Multimedia Mafia. And uh, continue, you know, listening, guys. We just hit thirty eight hundred downloads today. Yeah, I'd like to get. Whoop. I would like to get to five thousand downloads. The end of the year. Well, I'm a greedy person. I want to do it before Thanksgiving. Tomorrow. Yeah, I, I want it. <laughs> I really do. So, you know, please, folks, go out, to tell your friends, tell your folks. You know, just uh, just give it a listen. You might not like it. You might you might like it. If you like it, you know, we're going to keep doing it. Um, we have season uh, season four B is coming up, and that's going to be really good. We got yes. the, you know underground and, bunkers coming up, and, and we're going to go yeah. back. Well, we'll we're, we're sitting in a, uh, we're setting up a, a little. Uh, I guess you would call it a confidential uh, YouTube preview for season four B, and we're going to talk about what we're doing in the Halloween episodes, and we're also going to talk about what we did in season four A. And that's going to be on video, right? And that's going to be on video, going up on YouTube. We just we're just planning out the statistics right now and trying to figure out where and when we can get this done. But I think it's going to be cool. It's going to be hosted by the Don at the desk, Anthony Kyola, and uh, hopefully Mr. West will be there for that. Um, but Mr. West, we miss you. And uh, make your money, boo boo. Make the money yeah, make first, that money, bro. You can always do this. You know, we're gonna be we're gonna be doing this for a long time. I'm talking to this fucking chair. What a moron. <laughs> we're, we're gonna be doing so, this for a long time. So, you just know what? To give a little preview, uh, Dad. What is next week's episode? Uh, I do believe. Hold on, let me get my schedule, my handy dandy schedule out here. 
I do believe next week. Oh no, next week is going to be. We're going to delve into UFOs Ooh. and the UFO experience. Now that the government's decided to come clean about it, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna just uh, got a little stories here and there. And uh, I mean, I, I just going to be fun. It, we had a, a little UFO episode early on in our existence. If you want to go back and listen to the, I believe it was the uh, um, what's that place in New York. Pine Bush. Pine Bush. Pine Bush, yes. New York. We talked about UFOs and we also And we had, might actually get, we, maybe we can get Arthur on again for that one time. Uh, we had Uncle Ari on or Arthur Sola uh, was on for that episode. But I don't think, Joshua, you were on for the Pine Bush episode. I think that was before nope. before you and yes, uh, that Mr. Wesson. Yes, that's when this so, booth was that coffin we were in. Yes. So basically what we're what? Do, what we're doing, we, it was small. You don't you, remember. You don't remember the first booth? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, oh, I do. No, yeah, I do. So yeah. We're, we're going to go... Uh, kind of retracking our threads here and um, looking into our past for our future, uh, talking about stuff we talked about, but with the new perspectives of Roadblock and West, yeah, which yeah. might actually be more. We might be doing more of that on our uh, uh, Patreon, on our Patreon, yeah. and redoing episodes that uh, I think Mr. West and Rody can give new perspective on. And obviously, there's more. Um, uh, 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 the high point with Mr. West is on our Patreon. That's our basically our Patreon exclusive. Yeah, and I, I just uh, want to say one other thing before we end here. I want to say a big shout out to Sir Alex because he's been very patient. And yes. Sir Alex, uh, we had a delay in the stuff getting it out to you, but it is now in the mail as of this morning, and you should be receiving it uh, shortly. You have, please uh, don't take offense that we're calling you sir. Yeah, you just know because you're in Europe. You know. <laughs> Well, you're you're in the UK, so you know what we're being what? polite. You're 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 a fan, and we we love you for it. Yes, and uh, thank you, know you Sir Alex Hofford, I believe. Yeah, your, your name is he's Hofford. a very nice, very nice man. Um, and uh, so, and he's he's uh, he's our Patreon subscriber. Yeah. We want more of you guys. You know, we have good content going up on Patreon, and a little more. Uh, Roy uh, Roy Vanderbri, our our well, my uncle in law, I guess you would call him, and uncle. Yeah, our, our uncle and uh, my brother-in-law. Your brother-in-law. We had an interview early on. It was uh, Easter Sunday. Easter. We did that. Yes, and he was talking about uh, the uh, the hospital up in um, this yeah um, Saint, uh, Saint, Saint County, County Hospital. hospital. Um, that's up there. Uh, I still have to send that out to him if you can get it out to him. But mm-hmm. shout out to Roy. Shout out to Roy. And shout you. out to Aunt Danielle for uh, you know her sponsorship getting uh, us up there and. We're going to be having a couple of uh, things up with Aunt Danielle going up. We're going to talk to her about that. And use her service, folks. She's really, really good at what she does. Uh, what's it called again? Uh, uh, Captured moments by Danielle. Yes. Yep. You know she's she's brilliant at what she does. And sis, if you're listening, I love you dearly. Yes, brother, if you're listening, Dan- Roy, I love you. Um, but yeah, I think we should close this episode out, guys. Uh, and ne- like I said, next week is UFOs, and hopefully we have Mr. West back. But I think we did. This was a good thing, guys. You know. Yeah. Yes. So good night, everybody. Good night. Uh, just remember, question everything, and keep it spooky. All right. Good night, guys. Good night, everybody. Good night, bud. Konnichiwa, bitches. It's Ryu West speaking. If you want to find out more about the Is This Real podcast, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash is this real pc or on twitter at is this real pc or on instagram at is this real podcast all one word 